K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got up on mine. Man, let me tell you right now, I am feeling very special because King Kunta is on vacation. Vacation, I tell you. But that did not stop him from logging in on his computer and getting to the podcast. (laughs) King Kunta, that's very white of you, man. Well, as I said to you earlier, you know, white people do get some things done. Uh, If you guys don't know, welcome back to the podcast dojo. I knew Beyonce was not going to say it. I wasn't going to say that. To to enter (laughs) and to leave (laughs) in a relatively consequence-free environment. Anywho, you know, I would would be mortified for us to not to be able to bring to the people our thoughts in the past week. So appreciate it. But, you know, our job is to keep giving you guys content, and we're going to continue to do that. How you been, Beyonce? What's up? What's new in your neck of the woods? I've been good, man. This is a holiday weekend, um, so I've been relaxing a lot. I thought I was going to have more to do, but it turns out my wife didn't have anything on the on our agenda, so we've kind of just been chilling and relaxing the whole weekend, and that's awesome. Well, that's nice. Uh, that sounds like something I'd like to do. Well, the Kunta family left Los Angeles on uh, Saturday morning and drove to Vegas, where we'll be for at least another day. So we're at a resort, a uh, family-style resort. And uh, it's one of those deals where you have, you know, two suites with a common living space and you can bring your own meals, you can cook, there's a kitchen and there's grills outside. So after this, I'm going to go jump in the jacuzzi and let my old butt soak and because I don't, I don't, I don't believe in baths. I think once a man turns a certain age, (laughs) you don't take baths. What do you think about that, be honest? Do you still soak in the tub? No. Do you do that? No. No, it's just, it's inefficient. Yeah. If you soak in the tub, it's because you have an injury. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, but, if you, but just think about the whole process of being in a bathtub. If you think about it, you get in the bathtub, you run the water, you get in the water, the water has soap. When you get in, you're dirty, right? Yeah. And then at you're cleaning yourself, immersed in this bathtub, and then once you deem yourself clean, you get out, right? Right. But that entire time that you're cleaning yourself, you're essentially stewing in your own juices and filth. So how are you really clean? Yeah, if baths are. I think that if women women take baths, but they also have to take a shower too, don't they? I couldn't tell you about that, uh, but I just know that the idea of being clean after getting out of a bathtub, I, I logically, I'm having, a, I'm having, a, I'm, I'm struggling wrapping my arms around it. I don't know. Yeah, You're sitting in your filth. Doesn't work for me either. Yep. So, so in any event, uh, I'm a shower guy. Oh, you know what we should do. What's that? We should figure out which one of us is the whitest. Okay. All right. <laughs> Purely based on what we do in the shower. All right. Are you ready? All right. Okay. Be honest. Do you have a hand towel when you take a shower? <laughs> or do you use one of those sponges? Or do you not use a towel or a sponge? The answer is it depends. If I'm dirty, dirty, then I'll use a towel. Uh, well, I call it a washcloth. I don't know what they call it on the West Coast or in Texas, but I call them washcloths. I know some people say wash rag, hand towels, whatever. If I'm really dirty, then I use a washcloth. If I'm not dirty at all, like I'm not, I hadn't been doing anything, I just use my hand. Wow. 
this is going to be to the wire. Well, in Texas, to be clear, they call it a face towel. Face towel, okay. <laughs> a face towel. <laughs> I'm, 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 not, I'm not kidding you. My grandma always called it a face towel. Right. Um, all my life growing up in Texas, I used a face towel. Uh, that was key to getting clean. As once I started my college journey until this point, it's always been one of those sponges that make, you know, you know, not sponge is not the right word. Like a loofah? Uh, not a loofah. It's the shower synthetic mm. ball thing that they sell at Walmart and Target and everywhere. I don't know. I forget what you call them. I'm having a brain fart. Gay. You put your soap on that and it lathers up and you use it. Wow. <laughs> that means you're whiter. What are you talking about? No, no, because she went with a no-nothing at some point. So, no, that would make you whiter. Really? And we're not surprised. But moving on. Yeah. 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 If you go to any it, – it's, 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 it's a proven it's, – it's, it's a little-known fact. You go to any home in white America, right. you will find hand towels serving the sole purpose of being hand towels. Right. <laughs> Thus the name. Thus, hence the name. So I can't be mad at that, though that is disgusting. But in general, yeah, no, it's uh, I'm a I'm a a a a a soap sponge or soap scrubber using guy. You can't just use your hands. That's weird. I hate to um, I hate to bust your bubble. I hate to bust your soap bubble. But um, those things hold a lot of bacteria. So you have to you have to literally change it out almost every day for it to be effective. You're just wiping old ass bacteria on your body again when you use those things. Wow. Look it up. See what Beyonce did right there? Look it up. Beyonce didn't get offended. He didn't. He didn't go. He he instead dropped some more knowledge. You know what, sir? I think you're right. Under that rhetoric, none of us are clean, which is okay. Because how, I don't know. My, exactly hand, my hand is pretty. Aliens are bacteria. That's how we win. Uh, I think my hand is pretty clean. Ah. You're going to get in all the nooks and crannies with just your hand? Yes, eh? I don't mind. It's my body. Know. It's my body. Yeah. I'm going to get every nook and cranny. You can't really hold much soap. I don't know. Eh. I got good soap. Eh. As you would say, eh. Listeners, we're going to leave it up to listeners. We can't, we can't decide who's whiter because of that. So, listeners, we're going to leave it up to you guys. No, we're not going to do that. We're, let's just go with who's cleaner. On, 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 on average, is it more clean to use a hand towel? Bing. <laughs> Some sort of soap, uh, sponge, or uh, scrubber. Bing. Or oh your hand. Bing. Please hit up the show. Let us know of those three options, which indeed is cleaner. Hand towel, that's, you know, that's some effort. That's a once you, that, I would hope that's a once a, 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 a bathing or a shower usage, then it's washed. Right. The soap maker, no one's washing that. So let me ask you a question. So what do you? What about those people who say that you're only supposed to wash the the couple of areas that get dirty? So like um, underarms, pubic area, that kind of stuff. And you're not supposed to like wash your your chest and your back, and you're not supposed to do that because the bacteria that's there is healthy bacteria that helps you stay healthy and not get sick. You don't you don't know anything about that? I'd say those people are nasty bastards and nasty bitches. <laughs> that's what I would say about that. You wash your whole entire. You don't wash. You don't wash a cheek. You don't wash one cheek. You wash your entire ass. You wash all of it. No, 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 no. Okay, so see, there are some people who wash their face outside of the shower. Like, there's face washing. That's okay. Yeah, there's a complete separate thing. I think think a person should wash their face every single day. 
That seems like a good idea. It seems solid. That fish should get some water at some point. It seems like a good idea. And a cloth. Here's the real question. What about the feet? Ooh. I know you watch Seinfeld, and I think you know where I'm going with this. I'm not. I don't watch Seinfeld, but I. But you're right. Feet, they get neglected. Yeah, yeah. I. Wow. You know what? Hey, everybody. Let's let's get in, let's get in close. <laughs> Shut the door. We're gonna get in the trust tree. King Kun to three X. You know when I'm in there rub a dub dubbing. You know I've got you know all sorts of of soap stuff happening. And, you know, it's going down my legs and, you know, it is running onto the feet. It is. Is that not not good enough? That's all I get is just a rundown. I mean, that's that's some good rundown. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, I mean, that's, you know, I got soap, you know, I've got got the good soap because King Kunta does. He, he you know, he does. He does treat himself to, to the good natural soap and underwear. And and well, geez, I'm not, I'm not gonna drop that until we get a sponsorship. But I'm saying well, out I'm, there, you, anyone been, who's listening, been, no, King you, Kunta yeah. does like premium underwear. Just That's true. Drop that right here. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a brand of underwear I prefer, uh, but you know, I have not tried others. I'm open to it. If and you're out there listening, just li- let us listeners, know. Just so you know, listeners, the reason why I know that is because he speaks about this in the Slack room often. That his particular brand of underwear, and he recommends it to everybody who's willing to listen. See, and that goes back to my point that I make week in, week out. If you really want to know what's going down on not just black on both sides, but the entire Rare Sunnets network, for the low, low cost of free 99 all you got to do, go to rarsunsmedia.com. Submit an email to the admin. It has to be in the, in the Slack room. Once you get in the Slack room, you can interact with me and be honest literally every day. True. Doesn't that sound like fun? These aren't lies. These are facts. But in any event, yeah, I, I've mentioned the Slack room. So that so that's an incentive for you to get in there. If you are a person, if you're a man, you're a gentleman out there who who really appreciates your junk, hey, I've got a recommendation. <laughs> okay, so back to your feet. So as you as you do, I just let it run down and the soap that's residual from my body hits my feet at some point. All the water hits my feet at some point because you know the water that can't miss your feet. And no. I, I think I think that's clean enough. You know what? Well done. I agree. That's clean enough. Also, listeners, feel free to let us know if if you disagree with me and be honest and you think that we're being some dirty bastards and and not really washing the feet unless there's an actual really good reason to wash the feet. Yeah, it has to be a good reason. Do you get pedicures and like foot scrubs and stuff? No, because I'm straight. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've never gotten I've never gotten a foot scrub, first of all. Pedicure. Yeah, I, no, I, I don't want anybody <laughs> messing with my feet. It's weird. Why? I think my wife gave me a pedicure once. And I'm talking about literally once in my entire life I've had a pedicure ever. That's mm-hmm. just that's just odd. I couldn't imagine sitting in like the little chair at the at the little salon and having somebody tickle no. my feet. No, I can't. That's 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 not manly. <laughs> it's just not. It's not. Uh, I mean, if I had an ingrown toenail and I didn't know how to cut it, maybe I'd ask a professional. <laughs> That's a really a medical question for a doctor. I don't, right. I'm not going to a nail salon and people are speaking in a language that I don't know, talking shit about my feet. Not doing it. Right. So do you have messed up feet? I'm not saying I have ugly feet. Oh, okay. I'm just saying I recognize that, you know, feet are unpleasant. And I'm good with that. I think this is the most personal black and white size has ever gotten. It is. 
And probably because I'm in vacation mode, I'm in chill mode, I'm relaxing. So I'm willing to share with you guys a little bit into the into the in, a little bit little, little bit into the mindset of King Kuda 3X and and whatever I can pull out to be honest. But that's yeah, no, we're, I'm not no, we're not get, getting pedicures. By the way, my dad gets pedicures. It's weird as it's weird as fuck. I always give him lots of shit about it. Does it bother right. him? No, it does not. It shouldn't, but you know, still. It's still suspect. French Reginald. Yeah, suspect. it's not. It's not. Yeah, French Reginald. Who exactly? <laughs> Slack room. French Reginald, friend of the show, millennial mind. Check him out or don't. <laughs> so what happened this week, man? I guess we've talked enough about our. You no, know, the Queen had. Well, I don't know if you know this, but although you hate Aretha Franklin, apparently a lot of people don't. So her funeral has been. Picked up and it's been renewed for season two. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You're you're making the assumption that people come to a funeral because they like the person. Oh no! There, there was several wardrobe changes. There were high level performances, fuckery, and you know it was it was a great time had by all. I mean that's why I mean that's why I got greenlit for season two. Did you know that they were Jesus? Do you know that they were actually given the corpse wardrobe changes? I didn't know that, but I heard it's not on Music Love Life. I, I can't believe it. Even the shoe, her her feet were exposed, so they were changed. They were putting, they were changing and putting high heels on a dead woman. <laughs> so wait, 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 you can see the whole body though. The entire yes. body. Oh wow, you can see the whole body. She's in a gown with her legs crossed, and it's like you're fucking playing dress up with a corpse. Well, what she, are we doing? Okay, but I, I still the logistics of it. I mean, the the way it was placed. So she was like on a dinner platter with a clear a clear top. No, so she's from what I saw, she's in a casket and the whole thing is open, and it seemed like she might have been elevated a little bit inside, and so you just see her laying there, arms folded, legs crossed, and so she has like a one of her outfits. Let's call it the red outfit. It's like red, <laughs> shiny, and and of course she's wearing shiny red, you know, emerald red, uh, high heels. Wow. And then let's call it the the final viewing, I believe, may have been uh, white. May have been. I'm not sure. I don't recall. Um, so, yeah. So, it was. Uh, and also, for all you Christians out there, if you watched uh, the official Aretha Franklin funeral, you are excused from all church services for the month of September. Uh, I just, <laughs> you know, that's that goes uh, Kojic. That's also, you know, Church of God in Christ, Church of God by Christ Jesus, they crazy. Southern Baptist, they crazy. Southern Methodist, First they Baptist, they crazy. Uh, and Catholic. So, so you have all your bases covered. All of you are crazy. Uh, not Jehovah's Witnesses because, well, you know, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> they never do anything correctly, ever. I don't, I don't co-sign that. Okay. They're unfucked them or whatever. By the way, I found out Serena Williams is a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, I knew that. I did not know that. And it yeah. kind of changes things. No, I don't think so. Her and Venus. The whole family, actually. Not just, not just her. No, no. It changes things. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, freedom of religion and whatnot, but it's, it's weird. It, I wonder, it's, how, it's I wonder how that works with her white husband, though. No, he's Russian, so he probably didn't have any religion. Yeah, it's still weird. Well, actually, I don't know how old he is, to be honest with you. Still weird. So if he's if he's in our age bracket, 
And there's a good chance he grew up without religion because that was the practice in the Union of the Soviet Socialist Republic. But if he's younger, then I don't know. Yeah. All I do know is every night Serena's probably getting the strap. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? How did you how did you get that from that? Listen. Wait a minute, she's getting or giving? Yeah, I guess giving is a, is the more accurate thing. Oh wow, that's 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 an odd accusation. Like, poor dude. Really? Well, I don't know. Maybe he loves it. Why do you think? I've been, she's... To, I've been listening to some horrors talk about bad decisions. Maybe that's what's happening. Oh, okay. who knows? Anyway, any of it. So, uh, am I bitter? Probably not. He makes her happy. Sweet, go with it. But Christmas is going to be pretty scarce. Funny thing about Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't <laughs> practice birthdays, but you fuck around and forget one of the birthdays and see what happens. <laughs> the more you know, you're welcome. So acknowledge the birthday. If you don't, they're going to feel some type of way. Just don't get them a gift, but definitely don't acknowledge Don't give them a gift. Right. But acknowledge it. Acknowledge the birthday or else they're going to feel some type of way. Okay. Noted. All right. Where is Rich Homie Kwan? Man, you are every you're a scatterbrain today. What are you talking about? What does that got to do with anything? Some type of way. Oh, okay, got you. Wow, some type of way. So Aretha, I'm, I'm a you're right there in Atlanta. He's one of your one of your native sons. No, sir. I'm just trying to give a little shine. That's how you're gonna do it. Okay, fine. I don't no, know where he is. Aretha Franklin's funeral. So it, I heard it was really long though. Well, which one? What do you mean? There's more than one funeral. Yes, that's the whole point about season two has been picked up. There were several viewings. Oh, my God. And she wasn't even that exactly. good. I'm going to tell you something really messed up. Now, I don't know how many of King Kunta's family members listen to the show. I don't. So I'm going to take a risk. You're right, Beyonce. This is a very personal episode of Black and Both Sides. I've got a cousin. That cousin has been talking about Aretha Franklin for years. I never paid it no never mind. I didn't. I was like, yeah, whatever. Well, that's weird. Mm. Eh. That's strange. Mm. So we're about the similar age. He went to the funeral. <laughs> Not only did he go to the funeral, he went to the funeral and got in and has a wristband and he's Texting people on the social media. He's telling them, thank you for your prayers and your support for me during this trying. What the fuck, man? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Yeah, that is. That's crazy. For somebody who wasn't never... that talented, that's just odd that so many people came out. Send all the hate mail to rarsonnetsmedia.com, uh, <laughs> addressed to Be Honest. The views and opinions of Be Honest do not represent those of black on both sides, just his side. Fair enough. Are you done? No, I'm done. I'm done. All right. So anyway, so let's talk about what happened at, let's call it uh, the final funeral. Okay. So the final funeral featured who I believe was supposed to be Aretha's then pastor. Don't know his name. And it's not worth knowing. I ain't giving this asshole any shine. You'll find out later. Also, Jesse Jackson was there. <laughs> um, Bill Clinton was there. Of course. Al Sharp was there. Of course. Uh, the performances were Ariana Grande, uh, Jennifer Hudson, uh, Stevie Wonder performed. Um, 
And and most of Black Hollywood was at this final funeral in Detroit. Okay. I know it was in Detroit because my cousin, you know, he he, he did tag his location on his social media where he was during the funeral. Okay. Uh, so for the most part, you know, the performances were on point. Uh, there was a lot of political speech. Al Sharpton took issue. You know that uh, your president, number 45, because <sighs> he can't get it right, said something along the lines of, he dimin- he the way he wrote his his condolence tweet was in a way that diminished who Aretha Franklin was. He reduced her down to someone that worked for him. Do you remember that? Hearing nope. about that tweet, I don't remember about that. You don't? No, I don't remember that because it was that's not news. Okay. Anywho, forty five uh, could have just said rest in peace, blah blah blah, but he had to go into detail about how she's somebody that worked for him. So in Al Sharpton's portion of the eulogy, he took issue with that, and the key point of his eulogy was she performed for you, but she worked for us, which got rousing applause. Not surprising. So stuff like that wasn't unexpected. I don't know. Was Aretha like all the way up on social change? I don't. Was she? But she a uh, Jesus be honest. Was yes. she a civil rights leader? Yes, she she has over the years she has she has been behind and beside with almost every major civil rights thing that happened during her lifetime, <laughs> which is why the honorable Louis uh, the, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan was also at the funeral. Yeah, I saw, my, with I saw my grandmother. Yeah, and uh, and he had already and as I said last week, he would already talked about some of the times that she had stood with the nation and people yeah. didn't know it. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're saying Jesus Christ, be honest, but a lot of people didn't know that. So I didn't, you, you taught, you're teaching us all something. Don't assume it's just me. They didn't know she was one of the mothers of civil rights. Well, she wasn't a mother, but she was always in support. So whatever she needed to do, if be it money, be it, you know, be it whatever her resources were that were needed at the time, you know, she would she would do that at various times, various key times, um, and so that's awesome. Uh, uh, so I, mean, I think Sydney Party Party A did something like that. So all of so Black Hollywood, Black entertainers during the tumultuous tumultuous sixties, they did kind of stick together, and and so everyone did that could at that time try to do their part. And so I think a lot of people, you entertainers, you'll look, look, you'll look at at that time, you'll find that most of them, uh, if you dig deep, probably did do something, did do the right thing when offered uh, and an opportunity or if they sought out an opportunity. Right. Even Sammy Davis Jr., who most people believe was a lifelong coon, he, he still did things here and there that were not publicized to help the civil rights movement. Um. Including paying it forward and getting more black uh, performers into uh, areas, entertainers in areas that they couldn't get into, particularly in Vegas and other places like that. Right. I digress. There's fuckery to talk about. So, respect, respect, honor, honor. Sad, sad. Great performance. (sighs) Be honest. This is why we cannot progress as a people. One. And why I've had such a huge, succinct, direct break with Christianity. Aretha's pastor, I don't remember his name. I'm not giving this nigga some shine. And I had to say it that way because I meant exactly what I said about describing this dude. So this dude, first off, 
I didn't like the way he was touching people. Okay. He, he went, he introduced himself to the Honorable Louis, uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan, and he took his arm, the way that he placed himself, the way he put his hand on his shoulder, it was a power move. I don't have the clip. I'll, yeah, I'll send it to you later, to be honest, but he's definitely somebody that uses, that likes to touch and use physicality. So keep that in mind. All right. So the performances are happening, and I guess maybe Ariana Grande was like maybe the last performance. I don't know. Long story short, Ariana killed it, and uh, Bill and Bill Clinton and Jesse Jackson, there's a hilarious meme of the two talking and what they may have been talking about because uh, they were right behind Ariana Grande while she was performing, and the eyes did wonder, and they did start talking. Once um, she finished... This pastor went over to her and put his arm around her, her waist, right? Wrong. Not her waist. Higher. Right. Higher. Bra line. Right. I saw, I think I, I saw the video. It's brief, but I saw it. Now, did he forget that this is a celebrity's funeral and there are cameras everywhere? As he's talking to Ariana Grande... His fingers are actually moving. He's finger groping Ariana Grande's side boob to the extent that such side boob exists at a funeral in front of everybody, in front of former presidents, dignitaries, other members of various cloths. It was so bad. This fool has had to issue an apology. Hmm. He issued an apology yesterday. I, I think I saw that, but I, I, okay. So you you really believe that he intentionally was trying to to finger fuck her? I Why don't was know, his, fin- I his think fingers moving like that? Ariana Grande is a really skinny girl, so putting his arm around her fine. It's it's very difficult to not touch boob because you you'd have to. Why almost, were his hands moving? Be honest. I don't know why he was hugging her for so long. That's what my that's what my concern is. He so you got length. He's a, he appears to be tickling her or something. I don't. It's it's weird, man. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but I don't know that it was intentional. How could he get away with that? How could he? He knows our cameras he everywhere. He had to apologize. And the thing that kills me is this shucking and jiving, slick pastor, preacher, bishop type. Is he going to lose any significant members of the his flock paying his tithes? He shouldn't. No, he's not. He shouldn't. Get out of here, man. That's crazy. What was stupid was his his apology. He said that he's it's never his intention to touch a boob. What the what kind of nigga are you? Of course it's sometimes your intention to touch a boob. He At said a funeral it shouldn't be. Well he didn't say that. He said it's never my intention to touch a breast, a small a woman's breast. And that's just that's dishonest. That's not what I'm not doing this justice of describing on what his hand is doing. It's not just placement. His hands are moving. His that's, fingers are it, moving. It looks very weird. It looks like an odd it's thing. Very, yeah. But that's not what you do to a breast when you're groping it, though, either. Have you ever groped a breast? No. Never? Never. You've never... Okay, you're married. You never touched your wife's breast? I mean, this might nope. be too personal for our show. I'm fucking with you, man. Of okay. course I have. Right, so... That's a dumb question. Yes. I've never done it like that. I've, what he was doing, I've never done to a breast. Ever. Everybody's got a thing. <laughs> right. But I think calling it groping is just a little odd. What is okay, he like? I'm not going to call it groping. It's not groping. He's on the perimeter 
playing you know, finger skating. I don't know what he's doing. He's on the perimeter. It's weird. I don't know what he's doing with his hands, but he's it's doing weird. something weird with his hands yeah, it's definitely on the weird. perimeter. It's definitely weird, but I don't know that it's not because she's just so little and him hugging her, it's impossible for his hand not to get back around there. Why he hugged her so long is what I'm worried about. Like, why are you still hugging her after you've already said, you know... So put two and two together. You think it's... Put two and two together. You think it was intentional. He was intentionally trying to, to molest her on stage. I think he was starstruck and got beside himself. Man, come on, man. He's in front of probably tens of thousands of people. There's cameras on him. It's being televised around the globe. You think that he's going to use this opportunity to finger bang her breasts? I tell you, that son of a bitch over there, the ref, he's got that hand up on that titty. See them (laughs) fingers are moving. I see it. See that, Jesse? Yeah, I said what I said. I mean what I mean. The apology isn't enough. Ariana he apologized because he nice had enough to. Not, to, not to sue him, but she may consider it. He apologized because he had to, not because he thought he was wrong. Man, I tell you what, if you've seen me do that, I don't know. She might give me one of them tiger numbers. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that he was, des- he was necessarily groping her or like, molesting her. Fingers, man. It's like he's playing a keyboard. Look at him go. It did look like he was playing piano or something. I give you that. Maybe, maybe he was thinking Why? of a melody. Why would you do that? <laughs> First off, why would you do that under any circumstances? Exactly. That's not normal ever. Normal. Off camera, on camera, woman, man, a child. It doesn't matter who it is. That's just a weird thing when you're hugging somebody. Everybody's got a thing. He's playing jazz piano on her, the, her side on boob. Her side boob. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's just abnormal. I don't know if he was groping her. The apology. And then did you notice in the apology, he said... Um, his hand shouldn't have been over the border or something. He was making another Mexican joke. I think that was... He was tap dancing on the border. He was all up in the border. He was... <laughs> man, he was all up on the border. I think it was another, it was another Mexican. Is, is Ariana Grande Mexican? Mm, she's Latina. I don't know if she's Mexican. Yeah, I don't know. But he was making that on the border joke. So I think it was It was just... He just apologized because he had to. He didn't, he didn't feel like he was wrong. I don't feel like he was wrong. It's very odd. But, you know, hey. He's going to do it again. Anyway, uh, so so that was Aretha Franklin's series of funerals. And as I said, uh, it got picked up for season two, uh, bigger and blacker. So I look forward to it. Are we done with Aretha now? Can we put Aretha to rest and stop talking about it? Or is she going to uh, think it's going to I'd back? like to think so, but okay. I don't know if her estate's been settled. So we'll find out in, in the coming weeks. We don't know Aretha's kids. Have you ever realized that? We don't know her kids. We don't know anything about her life. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We have no idea if her estate has been settled, and we'll find that out shortly, I suppose. What if it came out that like she was into some like crazy shit? Like I that that that'd be worth it. I I'd listen to facts about Aretha if they come out in you know next few weeks that she was into some like some dirty, like crazy, like dominatrix type shit. Okay, let me warm the cockles of your of the whitest part of your heart. So let's talk about Senator McCain's funeral. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. So that happened, and uh, forty five was forbidden from attending. Did you know that? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's some more juice though. At uh, Rita's um, funeral, Obama didn't come. Well, there's a reason. Why? He must have had a, had been scheduled somewhere else. Come on, it's a queen of soul. Break that shit. Come on, Obama. Obama. And First Lady Michelle had very wonderful things to say about Aretha's passing. And I'm sure they sent Aretha or something to that effect. Get the fuck out of here. I have show no up. question. I have no 
but forty, but forty-four did attend his good buddy Senator McCain's funeral. Okay, as did forty-three, uh, as did most of the most of the living respectable presidents. Why well, went forty-five there? He was banned. <laughs> That's ridiculous. How they going? How they going to ban you from somebody's funeral? Because McCain. I uh, would rather kick him right square in, the, in his unmentionables than have him show up to his funeral. That's silly. You know who else banned him from their funeral? You? Uh, no, that would be uh, old man Bush. Bush one's uh, wife, Barbara Bush, she banned him from her funeral too. No way. Google it. This is really How silly. How do you get banned from two people's funeral? <laughs> right. What kind of piece of shit are you that you got banned from funeral, people's funeral? That's exactly what happened. He got banned from Barbara Bush's funeral, <laughs> and he got banned from McCain's funeral. You need to but, change your you know, life. Before I get into that, you know, and uh, he re- he refused to keep the flag lord from McCain. Did you know that? <laughs> That's uh, funny. Yeah. I think it's fucked up. <laughs> Well, there's some. Well, Dick Gregory has some things to say about that POW thing. So maybe Trump knows what Dick. I'm talking about Donald. I'm talking about 45. (laughs) He only lowered half mass one day after pressure, and the very next day he had to raise back up. He know he wasn't supposed to do that. Like Jimmy Carter was pissed about that. (laughs) Jimmy Carter had a statement saying that that was uh, that shouldn't have happened, and and that was you know regrettable, and that was a mistake. (laughs) <laughs> Trump is a little kid, man. I swear he's a little yeah, kid. Yeah, he is, man. But back to this <laughs> funeral. So you have Meg McCain, who's actually a Megan McCain, who's actually a not right wing. She's actually a Democrat. So she gave a very long speech about, in her opinion, what her father's view of America was and how it was inclusive and and was and basically the upso- the upshot is she said that her father's America. Never needed to be made great again because it was already great. Aww. Standing ovation from everybody that was there. Um, so it was just, it was, you know, more more middle fingers to 45 from McCain. Right. Uh, <laughs> you may recall that McCain, uh, that people in Trump's staff had made jokes or comments about McCain was dying and was going to die. And it didn't matter what he thought about anything anyway. Oh, wow. I so very bitter between these two individuals and their staffs. But... Let's talk about perhaps one of the most underrated people that have been president in the history of presidents. I want to talk about 43, W. You said underrated? You said underrated? Underrated. Wow. Okay, I'm here. I'm interested in this now. I'm I'm underrated. I'm attentive. Go ahead. You know, other presidents, you really going to hang out and kick it with him? What y'all going to talk about? They're not regular people. You can't talk about nothing. You going to have fun? No. You know, I'd love to hang out with President Obama, but the truth of the matter is, I won't be I won't be running talking over myself, not knowing what to say. It's going to be a whole I'm never going to be comfortable. It's all going to be weird. It's going to be weird. And Bill Clinton, it's like, you know, like an old white man, you know, I know likes women. It's like, all right, yeah, you know. Remember that time oh, I ain't supposed to talk about that. It's going to be weird. Old man Bush, you know, he could be dead any day now. So what you going to talk about with him? And then you got Jimmy Carter. He's like the worst president in the, like the history of presidents. I have to ask him, hey, man, did they really tell you about the aliens? Did you really cry like they said you did? But W, man, I'm telling you, I think if, if you had a chance to hang out with W, you're going to have a good time. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you. You know, remember when Kanye West said w, w didn't care about black folks? Right. 
Yeah, I think he's wrong. W loves him some first lady Michelle Obama. He loves him some Michelle Obama. That fool will risk it all. And after seeing what I've seen, I think Laura will let him. So he's not risking it all. This is what this is what W did at McCain's funeral. So the funeral's going on. I guess it got a little long. I, w, I guess, got a little grumbly in his tumbly. Was he unprepared? Fuck no, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't unprepared. That fool brought snacks. So he casually reaches over into Laura's purse. Uh-oh, honey hole. He got the snacks. He got candies. He's eating candies. Is he a selfish bastard? No, he's not. What do you do? Be honest. When you got snacks and your friends around, what you do with the snacks? You share. Exactly. This fool gets a whole handful of snacks and turns to his side and gives them to First Lady Michelle. And First Lady Michelle, she may, you know, remember in church when, 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 when you would get some, some hard candies? Remember the face you would make? You'd be, oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, what is, which one is this one? Michelle Obama made the little kid church face of when grandma gives her the hard, the hard candies. It was the most, I'm, this is a word I don't use, but it fits here. It was the most adorable thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> he reached over and shared his candy. And, and First Lady Michelle was appreciative of the candy. And President Obama was just watching all. I was like, yep, that son of a bitch doing it again. <laughs> you don't think they have swinger swap, wife, wife swaps? Uh, oh, 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 wait a minute. Let, let's, let's be clear. You know, I've seen the memes. I've seen them all. <laughs> it's a little awkward. It's a little off-putting. But, you know, you can't do it like I do it. Oh, no. He's a wild boy. Bush is a wild boy. Yeah, he is. But I tell you what, I'm now 100% convinced he does care about black people, just the ones he knows. Yeah, of course. And he actually would be a fun guy to shoot the shit and just hang out with. Honestly, I don't care about black people that I don't know. Honestly... I have a hard time caring about just people in general that I already do know. Right. Like, it's tough. You know, I'm, I'm working on it. Be patient with me. I'm still working on me. You know, I'm just... But in any event, that warmed my heart to see W have so much fun at a funeral and then be so generous with his friends with the candy. Generous with his friends with the candy. He turned around and gave her the candy. I'm good with that. I think Bush would be Pretty out. sure President Obama didn't have any of the candy. Nah, man, I'm good. He, just, he, nah. wanted, he wanted some. He did, but he was nah. See, see, he's see. You start down that path, and next thing you know, you have a no nonsense show story. See, folks, and what am I talking about? Talking about the rare Sonus media is is a network. There are more shows. There are sister shows. There's the flagship show, the no nonsense show. There is Music Love Life, which Beyonce has already talked about today. That's another show he has, and then there's a. Uh, BTG for president, professional Californian. And then there's premium shows. Premium? What do you mean premium? For the low price of less than your favorite venti Starbucks beverage, for the low, low price of $4.99, you can have access to all of the premium content, which also includes the archives of most shows. And you can uh, hear each host, all most hosts, on all of the different shows have their own version of premium content. For example, I have a premium show called Kunta's Chronicles. Sometimes I get so pissed off about things I forget the name. <laughs> Giannis has a show with his lovely, life, lovely wife, Kit, where he, every show, inches closer and closer to a divorce lawyer. No but way. he does that for us. 
for us. So, four ninety nine. You know what? You know what, Kunta? What I thought about? If you don't know who O Dub is, you are really missing out, and you're not going to know unless you unless you pay for the premium. Let me do it like this. Uncle O Dub is a national treasure. <laughs> Uncle O Dub is probably one of the most interesting men that I have ever known of. Yeah, I had to say it that way. Is he lying to me about some of these stories? Probably. <laughs> but you know what? There's a little truth mixed in there. And the only way for you to know who Uncle O-Dub is is to become a premium member and look him up on the No Nonsense Show, the flagship. So there's my pitch. $4.99 a month, have access to hundreds of archives. There's a lot of content, a lot of content that has already been recorded on many different shows. Bionis also had another show called 90-10 Rule, where he talked about really logistical, real issues in the music industry. There's so much knowledge here for a low price of $4.99. You should check it out. And what do, you, what do we get from that? Well, we don't get rich, but we are able to take care of a few things, you know, server space, et cetera, mics, things like that. So that's one tangible way you can help the show. The other way is to share the show. Tell a friend. Don't tell my cousin who loves Aretha. That would be bad right now. Or would it? I don't know. He needs to know that this is not okay. Share the show with anyone, everyone. And also, five-star review. If you think, if you like what we're talking about, you're a fan of the show, by giving us a five-star review, that allows this show to have more exposure on certain lists that list shows. And that will help other people find it. So if you give us a five-star review, no matter what you say, I will read it on air. Last week, we didn't have a five-star review. I'm in the process of checking right now. We don't, we don't have a new one yet. Oh, we don't have a new one. So get those out. We'll read them. And, uh, and so, anyway, W does not hate black people. It's actually a pretty solid guy. You should hang out with him. I hope one day I am lucky enough to hang out with W. And I hope he brings candy. Not the nose candy, but regular candy. And his paintbrushes and some uh, some canvas because he's a he likes to paint he likes to paint dogs. I think that he would take you to a frat party right now that would you have, like something you've never seen before. It'd be nothing but fun. I, I think hanging out that that guy would be would be a ball. It would almost be worth someone calling me a nigger, but not quite. Not not that far, but it would. I think it would yeah, be a blast. the frat party is probably going to happen. <laughs> They're probably all going to be in blackface already, anyway. Yeah, that too. It's but you know, hey, this is America. See what I did there? I did. Any, any event. So so those are the major events that happened this week. Um, also, um, football. Hmm. Be honest, will you be watching football this year? Or I are am, you going to be uh, protesting? I am going to watch football this year. <laughs> Falcons. Well, it's pretty white of you. The Falcons okay. are, um, are going to be, you know, I'm going to go back to my team, the Falcons, and we're going to watch it this year. And, I mean, you know, it's not because I, I don't agree with Kaepernick, but I, don't, I mean, is Kaepernick even doing it anymore? Is he even protesting anymore? I haven't heard anything. Uh, yeah, there was a recent court ruling this past week saying that his, his case can continue to go forward, proceed to trial. So he's about to get the NFL and the owners by the short and curlies. Oh, awesome. So well, I gotta, we got to get enough money for him to get paid, so we got to keep watching then, right? Oh, no, it's not about the money this time. It's about teaching a lesson. Oh, lessons, yeah. Well, lessons. I mean, I mean— uh, Hey, 
stop, you know, screwing around with people's free speech. And when people do stand up and they've done nothing wrong or illegal, right. you shouldn't unlawfully exclude them from the workplace, which the NFL did. If I were a Cowboys fan, I could surely see why I wouldn't want to watch this year. But since I'm a Falcons fan, I think I'm gonna watch this year. And you know, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It, they'll be on. They're on. They're on uh, probation with me. But I'm gonna watch it from the okay. beginning. Well, you know, I, you know, I can't really, uh, you know, associate or tell you how I feel about someone who'd be a fan of the football team in Dallas. However, I can tell you that Kunta has actually found a new team, which is the soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders. And they have promptly screwed everything up just this past weekend. Yeah. They decided not to re-sign uh, their best player and possibly the best defensive player in football and instead traded him for uh, some picks that they hope will turn into the guy they already had that they traded. So there's that. That's interesting. I, I It's funny because I have no idea what you're talking about, but really I want you to realize that last year I totally was out of football completely. So – I don't know. Any, was I. I don't know anything about football. I have to. I have to actually tune back in and start paying attention. I didn't watch any preseason, so I guess I'm gonna start this week paying attention again because I believe next next Sunday is, is when it starts, right? Or is next Monday? Yeah, next next well Thursday. Thursday, Thursday it starts. Uh, so this Sunday will be the first Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I I think that I don't necessarily need to boycott the games this year. I do stand with Cap. I am rooting for his uh, for his. For his case to go through to trial, uh, it's about time for somebody to to punch the NFL and the owners in the mouth. Right. It's been too long since there's been a a victory that actually stood. Right. Uh, particularly over an issue that is this important. And for all the listeners out there, I just want to remind you on how the silent protest and the kneeling came to be. A lot of people have forgotten this. Colin Kaepernick was just sitting as the national anthem was being played. And he was spotted sitting at multiple games, and they asked him why he was doing that. And then he started talking about police brutality. About that time, the University of Texas had a football player, last name Boyer, who was actually a former Navy SEAL. He was an old guy that was playing football. Kind of like, you know, North Dallas 40, old guy playing football. And at the time, Boyer was drafted. Well, he was drafted and he got cut, but he was already used up his eligibility. So he reached out to Colin Kaepernick. And between this former SEAL and Colin Kaepernick, they came up with the idea that the best way to still honor the flag and the troops while also protesting was for him to take a knee on the sideline rather than sit on the bench. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hashtag Kunta taught you. Don't let them tell you what the truth is. Go find the truth for yourself. It's all spin. Yeah. I don't, I, as a veteran, I had no problem with um, Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. Um, I think that from a business standpoint, that's between him and his employer. Me personally, I felt like taking a knee was not disrespectful to the flag. Every moment that I was overseas in the Persian Gulf or in co- off the coast of Kosovo, I was doing it so that people like Colin Kaepernick could make those decisions. And it's kind of ridiculous to shut him up or to make him stand up because you feel like it's disrespectful to the flag or to the country or to the veterans. That's just, that's ridiculous. 
Well, that's what your president needed at the time, and that's right. what he said it was. Right. Well, it wasn't just him, though. It was a lot. There were a lot of people saying this. No, no, he jumped on that because he was. It, I forgot what trouble he had at that time. Yeah, he did. But he jumped on that. He did. But there were other people too, though. It wasn't just him. There were there were owners jumping on it. He there sent were Pence to a football game to walk out so that Pence could walk out right. when the person kneeled. Right. This is petty shit. But I, as a vet, as me, well, me and the guy from Texas both agree that kneeling should be allowed because that's what Americans do. We have the ability to stand up for something we think is right or wrong. And Because um, America is supposed to be strong enough to survive that. And it is. And it is. And that's silly. That's that, the point. It's silly that it got this far. It's silly that, that I had to not watch football last season because the NFL wouldn't get it. It's silly that we're even considering not watching it again. All of it is ridiculous because he shouldn't have been in trouble. He shouldn't have been blackballed for kneeling. It's ridiculous. You don't know what Trump is threatening the NFL owners with. You're right, I don't. I don't know. Because one of the things that we're ignoring here is that the NFL has certain legal protection because it's been deemed uh, a union. A lot of things you let the NFL do, you wouldn't let other companies or other industries do because that's a monopoly. So there's a lot. You, we have no idea what Trump has threatened yeah. these owners with. You're right. And I'm not saying that's the only reason why they did that. But Trump is regularly talking to the owners like Jarrah Jones in Dallas. Uh, you, we don't know what he's threatening them with. And so this whole idea that the owners had of trying to, to stop people from kneeling, and I guess where me and you kind of got a huge disagreement on, is that, no, it's not a regular workplace. If you are in a collective bargaining environment, and you do not talk about it, then that means ownership does not have the power to do it. It must be in the collective bargaining agreement. If it's not in there, you can't do it. And so the NFL, being cowards, I think they were trying to set themselves set themselves up to have a court say, you're a players union, and, and the teams are in a collective bargaining agreement, and nothing in the CBA talks about this sort of conduct during a game. Therefore, you cannot impact this. You cannot, you cannot put this rule in place because it exceeds the powers and it's outside the CBA. Right. But uh, that's not going to happen right now, for now, and we'll see. Yeah, like I said, I'm pending. It's pending right now. It's still on the loading screen as far as me watching NFL. Right now, I'm saying I'm supporting the Falcons and I'm going to watch the season. This is actually, I, I just started another job. So this is probably... This is probably the first time in about 10 years that I'm not going to be busy every single Sunday. And there was, a, wow. there was yeah, seriously, because I mean, even when I went back to corporate America, I, I, I started a job that, that just, you had to work a weekend day and I chose Sunday. Um, so you're saying that you've consistently thumbed your finger at God by working on the Lord's day? Yeah, that's well, what I'm hearing. well, I mean, the seventh day is actually, is actually Saturday. The, the, that's why they oh, have Seventh Day Adventist. The Sabbath, of course. Yeah. But so a lot of people mistake that and think that Sunday is the seventh day. It's really not. It's the first day. So, um, yeah, Saturday would be the day you shouldn't work. Actually, if you were being technical. So, yeah. Just follow up on that. I really don't understand Seventh Day Adventists. I don't know what their deal is about. Do you know anything about them? Uh, my next door neighbor is one, but I have no. She's invited me to their church several times on Saturday. But I'm, Is it because of the uh, cross tattoos? No, no, it's just it's just because she wants to. That uh, I think that most Christians want to infect everyone with Christianity, and um, you know. But it's Saturday, I'm not giving up my Saturday for God. Get out of here! It's fucking Saturday. You gotta be kidding me! I'm not even giving up a yeah, Sunday. Saturday's a bit rough. That's not you know. <laughs> you know, also Sundays are important as well for you know recharging 
Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, just a quick aside. So as I told you, uh, Kunta is on vacation. Uh, one of the things that Kunta did today was he visited his oldest son at, the, at an Air Force base. An Air Force, at, at an Air Force base. And that was pretty cool because I grew up in the 80s. I played with G.I. Joes. Right. And I did watch Top Gun. Today, be honest, I was in the cockpit. Cockpit? Cockpit. That's what she said. I was in the cockpit of an F-15. It was pretty lit. Yeah, I'll well, be posting that picture in the Slack later. No, no, offen- no offense to your family member and uh, the Air Force, but that was some pussy shit because the Air Force had nothing to do with Top Gun. Top Gun was a Navy pilot, the best pilots in the in the military and the world because American military is the best military. But Top Gun was definitely a Navy pilot. So just, there's that. But, you know, hey. Either way, I was in the cockpit of an F-15. And so I didn't know it was on my bucket list, but now it's checked off. I also walked on the wing. That oh, no, that's, that's some serious shit, though, right? Like, sitting in that cockpit is serious. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I learned? And I'm sure you know this, um, but most people probably don't. The cockpit on fighter planes and fighter jets, there's not a lot of room in there. No. If you're claustrophobic, you're not going to be a pilot. Right. If you're over six feet tall, you're probably not going to be a pilot. True. It's real tight. My knees were inches from it. It's real tight. Another thing that I noticed is like, let's say, be honest, your car is your car. One would hope would not be more technologically advanced than a fighter jet. Well, you would think not, but you would you be you'd be wrong. I looked in that thing, man. There are dials and and knobs and yeah. switches and shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, I was expecting like a giant touchpad and no. like a and like one of those and like a, a stick and a touchpad. No, no, no. It's very That's, it's very mechanical. There's there's not as much electronics happening on the on the, the in the cockpit as you would assume. Yeah, and another thing that I didn't know was this is an F fifteen fighter, and one of the things that my son says they're doing now is that you know they're because of our military. Uh, activities they're now flying lower to the ground to try to provide support on the ground that being said they almost got nothing in the way of like thick armor on these things their armor is not it can't be thick because they have to be very fast and agile so i understand but right a, a, a shotgun with some buckshot and you've done some major damage to that cockpit yeah but how how, how difficult is it to hit something that's going mach three Fair. I just thought there'd be a little bit more protection, and I was surprised. I yeah. was, I was surprised. Yeah, you I mean, you, you knock on it, it's just like, oh, this doesn't. Hmm, this yeah. is wow. This is not a lot going on here. Yeah, but in any event, that was my experience with the Air Force Base. Uh, I wanted to say that to our listeners for them to understand that whatever side you pick, don't let them whoever them is, convince you that you can't be on the left or the right and not support the people that protect us every day and allow us to walk around and take things for granted. And that never really is what it's about. Sometimes people will pretend that's what it's about, uh, but it's not. This is a hard country for a person of color, in my opinion, to love, but at the end of the day, there's nowhere I really would rather be. I'd rather stay here and try to fix where I am 
appreciate go somewhere that. else. I appreciate that wholeheartedly, King Kunta. So, and but in any event, so that was my day at the base, and I'm having a good time. But it's time for me to go get lit. Unless there are some racist stuff to nope, talk about, uh, you know what? I always have time for that. Not not today. I want you to go back to enjoy. I I really, listeners, I appreciate. I'm 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 giving him his his roses now. I really appreciate you taking time out of your vacation to record this this episode. It means a whole lot to me, and it means a lot to the listeners. I'm sure as well. Well, I appreciate that. See, folks, be honest, was able to do that, and no side, no non. Be honest, wife. Side boobs were 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 groped or tickled or played with during that. That's how you do it. That's called class. That's class. That's how you give somebody their flowers in a classy way without making it weird and fucked up for everybody. Right. So, we listeners, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you're sharing the show. Um, I would like to get some more feedback. So, even if you don't happen to get to the five star ratings or whatever, just send us an email. You can send it to admin at rarescience.com or you can go to the actual show in our website, rarescience.com, R-A-R-E-S-O-N-A-N-C-E.com. And you can actually scroll to the bottom of that page of the episode and you can leave comments there. We want to know what you guys are thinking because it matters. It just does. It helps us get better and it's going to help the show be better for you. So make sure you do that. Anything you got, anything else you got, Kunton? Uh, yes, yeah, so that's Rare Science, not Rare Science Media. My bad. And also... Uh, stay safe out there this this long weekend. Just take care of yourself. Take care of other people. Let's make it back to work Tuesday. Let's all do that. Hi, right, y'all. Thanks for listening to Black on Both Sides, where nothing is black and white.